Hello and welcome to this episode of the Soaking Up Sunshine podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be continuing my Enneagram series and talking about the Enneagram Type 2, which is also known as the Helper. A little background, if you've never heard about the Enneagram or the Enneagram test, I do have a whole podcast episode on it called All About Enneagram, but a basic rundown is it's a test that you take and it takes about like, I don't know, 15 to 20 minutes and you get your result, which is going to be a number one through nine, which basically tells you a personality type that most mostly fits you. And this tells you your core desires, motivations, fears, your intentions behind your actions, things like that. And I really love this test. I recommend it to everyone. So I hope if you haven't taken the test yet, maybe you can take it now and find out what type you are. The Enneagram type two is known as the helper because as the name suggests, they like to help the people around them. They like to feel wanted. They are very warm-hearted people, very friendly. And most of all, they want to feel loved. They want to feel that the people around them love them and that they are important and that their help is needed and they're needed as people. So they really, really love this feeling of love and this feeling of being wanted and needed by those around them. Tying into the helper's desire to feel love comes with it their biggest fear, which is that they are unworthy of love or that they're unwanted. So this, of course, stems into their, you know, need to help other people. Because of this feeling that they're unwanted, they decide that they want to help others and make themselves wanted by being friendly, warm-hearted, making gestures to other people, doing things like that so that Other people want them and want them around and want their help and that they are worthy for something. Since the Enneagram is focused on allowing people to be the best version of themselves, they are also able to allow people to grow. And the biggest growth tips that I can give to the Enneagram Type 2 is to practice self-love. Disregard the need to be loved by other people and instead focus on the need to be loved by yourself because when you love yourself, it becomes so much easier for other people to love you and for you to reciprocate that love back to other people. It's so important to love yourself. I have a whole podcast episode on this. Um, I believe it's called um, I Love Myself, I believe. (laughs) But yeah, I have a whole episode on this. And it helps you to truly figure out how you can love yourself and the steps that you can take. Not only this, but the helpers should be who who they truly are. Don't conform to other people. Don't help and not get anything in return all the time. Don't, you know, overexert yourself to other people that might never really help you or, uh, you know, provide any substance to your life. Do things for other people, of course, but also don't forget who you are and what you really want in life. Be who you are and then the people that love you will stick by you and the people that don't aren't meant to be in your life anyways. So you'll be loved by the people that actually truly love who you really are and not just the person that you portray to them. Within the number that you get assigned to in the Enneagram test, it comes with it your wing. So what this means is every number on the scale from one to nine has an, has two numbers next to it. For example, the type two 
has number one to its left and number three to its right. Those, those numbers, one and three, are the wings. Whichever number is most prominent, so either one or three, becomes your wing. So let's say you're a type two wing one. If you're a type two wing one, then you're mostly a helper with a slight bit of a um, reformer or perfectionist or whatever you want to call the type one. So in this case, a type two wing one is a person who loves to help people and has a very strong moral compass when it comes to helping people. They want to, it's, it's more and more of a desire to be very good, good to other people, good for those around you, be a helper, be um, someone that people look up to. So that's what a type wing, uh, type two wing one is all about. Next, we have the Enneagram type two wing three, and I'm not going to go too much in depth on the uh, type three, just because I'm going to be making a whole episode about it. But basically, the type two wing three is, of course, a helper, but they also want to build connections with other people. So they don't just want to help and make other people's lives easier. They also want to build connections and relationships with these people that they're helping. They're a bit more social. They want to be involved in these people's lives, and they just really want to have uh, good connections with other people. Now we have the different types that the helper goes to in stress or in growth. So the helper tends to turn towards the type A in stress, and the type A is known as the challenger. So what this means is when the helper is stressed, they tend to kind of shift into a more confrontational way of being. They are more demanding. They need other people to do things exactly how they want them to be done and kind of lose their general patience that they usually have with other people. So this is kind of how they become when they're stressed, when they're a little bit of a more unhealthy version of themselves, things like that. On the other hand, comes the type that the helper goes to in growth, and that is the type four, which is known as the individualist. So when the helper is growing and becoming better, they tend to, you know, spend some time with themselves and spend some time getting to know themselves, doing things for themselves, being a little bit more, I guess people would call it selfish. I personally don't think it's selfish, but you know, doing things that they want to do and putting themselves first as opposed to the needs of everyone around them. So they kind of spend more time alone, do things like that, are more helpful towards themselves rather than every single person around them. Again, I just want to make this disclaimer that just because the helper turns to a certain Enneagram type in stress and in growth does not mean that one type is better than the other or one type is worse than the other. Just because the the type 2 turns to the type 8 in stress doesn't mean that the type 8 is bad or that they're unhealthy or anything like that. There's no such thing as a bad Enneagram type at all. Every single type has their strengths and every single type also has their blind spots, which are nice ways of saying like, I guess, weaknesses, but there's no good or bad Enneagram type. It's just what, um, it's just that the type two goes toward to the type eight's blind spots and the type four's most healthy points. All in all, I just want to end off this episode by saying how great the helpers are, the type twos. 
The Enneagram type twos are such warm hearted people that truly want to make other people's lives easier and better. And they want the best for everyone around them. And I truly admire all of them for it. They're caring, they're compassionate, they care and want the best for the people around them. And I love them so much for that. So if you're a type two, I love you. And if you're not, I still love you. But I just wanted to say that. And I also hope that maybe this um, episode will convince you to take the Enneagram test, or it could convince you to start or continue your growth journey and hopefully continue it with me. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. There will be more Enneagram episodes to come.